Cross the Streams Podcast, Coaching in the Pandemic, Part 3. Uh, if you were here earlier in the year, you heard us talk to Nathan Colville from University of Montana Women's Hoops, uh, former Bearcat Hoops staffer. In the second part, you heard us talk to passing game coordinator Kofense Hinson from Oregon State, another Bearcat connection. And we got another one today. You notice how all three of these folks are doing bigger and better things than the Bearcats, and Kip is still here in the office. <laughs> Maybe it's a me thing. Maybe it's a Kip thing. But I'm excited to reconnect a uh, coaching buddy of mine that's doing great things out in the south now, Mr. Buster Davis. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. How you doing, Kip? I miss seeing you in the office, man. I miss my distractions when Coach would be in my office for 30, 40 minutes. We could talk everything under the sun. I need those laughs again. <laughs> I know, man. It was a good time. How are how let's let's start here. How was the year for the move? You know, obviously making the move during the pandemic. You and your family leaving Salem, going back to the South. Talk about the move from Willamette to Mount Zion and Jonesboro, Georgia. Yeah, how how was it for you guys? How how was the transition? You know, what's crazy is uh, <laughs> we actually took a cross country trip. Uh-huh. Like, drove. Yeah, that was kind of we drove through like uh, Utah. You know. Boise, came down to like St. Louis and uh, Tennessee and Georgia and, and just took the entire trip down and then uh, got the call to take the job and then we drove right back <laughs> in like six days yeah. <laughs> through freaking Texas and always to California back to you know, a bot. Right. So, and, then, and then, you know, Jordan and I got on the plane and came down like Two days later, after we got back. Ugh, road so, warriors. Road warriors. Yeah, no, no question. And so, and then Kelly and Tony came down uh, about six weeks later. Uh, later. So, you know, the move was crazy. You know, we had to, <laughs> it was like we got four days to, to move. Right. And, uh, but it was good. You know, we uh, we got through it, and, and uh, everybody's happy right now. So, it was, it was good. It was a good move. Tell me, tell me about like just what was the season setup for you? Because I know Georgia's a different place than Oregon, so I know high school football setup. What were you allowed to do? Full year, modified year? How did it go for you in that first year at Mount Zion? Well, I said we, we uh, huh, the code restrictions were uh, were, were different by county. Mm. Uh, there were some counties you didn't play. You know, the first couple weeks of the season. I mean, hell, we missed. You know, we had a school that got a Kobe case, and we missed two weeks of preseason practice. Oh, gotcha! So it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, but the protocols itself, I, I guess, I, it was pretty much the same. You had to take temperatures, ask questions every day, uh, make sure you took a recording uh, of all those things. Um, and that was really kind of it, you know. And if you got anybody who had a Kobe case, you know, in our county, we didn't really do the tracking part of it. You know, it was just like, if somebody had it, everybody's out. Gotcha. That's, that's how they did it. So, yeah. There's some other counties that, you know, actually did the, uh, the tracing, and, you know, they weren't missing games, but we missed three regular season games this year. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah. Um, we went five weeks without playing a game. Holy cow. I mean, us having a Kobe case, having a bye week, and then having somebody else, uh, having two other opponents having a Kobe case. So, we went five weeks without playing in, in the middle of our season this year. So, it's crazy. I mean, I for you, man, like I the whirlwind that you had to undertake, like going from jumping into a head coaching job in general, right? Always, always more stuff to it. Always, 
so many th- uh, so many eyes the dot T's to cross and then throw in the worst pandemic in the history of the world and, I mean, how how was your stress management, man? Was he leaning on your staff, leaning on the family? You all right? You know, you know, we, you know I got a really good staff, man. I, I think I got the best staff in the country. And, um, you know, we came together. We, we devised a plan. Like, hey, this is what we're going to do. And the thing about it is, like, even when we had the plan, we had to modify it, you know, every week. Yeah. You know, but, uh, but like I say, man, I love my staff. They, they did a tremendous job, and they continue to do a tremendous job. Uh, even still through it right now, but yeah, it, it was sometimes it was like you know you you sit back like my goodness, and this is just Tuesday. We got yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. <laughs> Where was your sourcing for your staff? Did you have previous connections to most of them in the building, drawing from your football career? How would you go about putting together such a good group? It was crazy because I'll tell you, like, when I first got, when I first got the job, when I first got offered to get a job, I actually took my assistant with me who was at Wyoming, Trevor. Oh, gotcha, so, yeah. So I brought Trevor with me, and I was one. Office line coach was a guy who I've known for 20 years. Uh, it, was a, it was a student assistant at GA at Florida State, and I was in school there. Um, and then I brought, uh, actually, Trevor's dad was on our staff. He was he previously coached in high school football in California at one time. Uh, my uncle was on my staff, who I, you know, was down coaching you yeah. know, uh, high school football here. And then I and then I gained four other coaches who was like, hey, we want to coach. Yeah. And we loved the school. Yeah. And uh, so brought those guys on as well, and didn't, didn't really know those guys, but we just all clicked, and you know, we sat down and chopped it up and talked about what the philosophy was and where we wanted to take the program. And they, you know, they say hey, we're committed to this role. And so, uh, a really, really good staff. Love those guys. Definitely, like I say, they, they just we just work hard for our kids. We talk about your kid. Talk about the players. You know, how was it for them? Not, you know, as stressful as it was for you guys managing the pandemic, they're getting used to a new coach, a new philosophy, a new plan. They're trying to deal with whatever school looked like, whatever the pandemic at their house, their county looked like. How'd the kids manage? My kids, my kids, you know, I think they struggle with it a little bit um, simply because of, you know, it's just, they were used to playing football all the time. And yeah. Taking football away from a lot of times when kids are, are coming to school, you know, they're driving folks to come to school. It's playing football, right? Yeah. So some of them, you know, not all of them, some of them. So when you when we were taking weeks away from them, you know, it was really hard for them to understand. You know, like wow, we don't have football this week. But at the same time, I do think that they appreciated it more because they mm. knew at any given week they could not play. So the week you know that we did play, they really played the hearts out. For yeah. Them. So, um, it's kind of a good thing, you know, it's kind of a good thing, um, but at the end of the day, for them, like, they had a great time this year, and again, we did some things that I haven't done in a long time. So. Right, and I want to let you talk more about, you know, Mount Zion and where you're at, but let's talk career arc. Right. Anybody listening, you know, the the path to coaching in certain spots is always different for everybody. So, you know, for you being a professional player, did you start there with your thought about coaching? Is it after you retire? Take everybody through like the genesis of I want to do I want to stay with the game as a coach and then just kind of walk us through your journey. You know what, Kim? I, I, I've always been as that guy that has been a coach on the field. Mm. I've always been that person. Um, I think I've always had, you know, yeah. And uh, I like being around kids. So I think for me, coaching-wise, I think it was something that I knew that I wanted to do. Uh, obviously, you know, I wanted to play as long as I could play. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, but I knew kind of that was kind of the avenue in the, you know, in the business I wanted to get into, which was coaching. So I do think some people, I think it kind of, you know, hits them later in life, you know. Yeah. But I do believe for me personally, I believe it was something that it was inevitable that I was going to be a coach. The question is, was it going to be at the years league, toys league, or three? Yeah. You know, and obviously me, it was a three. So um, I knew, you know, once I got out, that was the avenue I really wanted to go down. And, um, you know, I've enjoyed every minute of coaching and being around my kids. Was part of that leadership, was that inherent in the position you played, you know, quarterbacking defenses all along? Was that just your personality? What, what do you think? I do think, I do think so. I do think, it, I do think when you're, when you're in that position on defense, I do think that those qualities are inherent to with the position itself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and as a, as a football coach, you always want to put people who are very good communicators right, and have great leadership qualities, regardless yeah. of their ability. You want those two things there, those two, those two, uh, those two qualities that you gotta have, I believe, to be a successful defense. You gotta have a guy in the middle that is a very good communicator, right? Yep. Um, and kids follow and people follow. So, yeah, I do think that's something I've always been. That's kind of always been kind of um, of what I've done and, and who I've been. Um, all only down to playing little league football and then going to high school and also going to college. So. I do think those qualities are the qualities that if you're building a program and building a defense in that particular position, you got to have those qualities. So yes. In building, coming. you know, in building yourself as a coach, were you, did you start off like, you know what, I really appreciated how this guy at Florida State or this guy with the Cardinals or the Colts, I really appreciated how they did it. I'm going to start with that template. Or did you kind of cra- did you craft it from your high school coach? Was it a mix of those? Like I, I know for me, following a Hall of Fame coach at Willamette, as cognizant right. of as w- of what he did that was awesome, I always appreciated that he told me, "Hey, remember what I, you don't like about how I do it." To build your own self as a coach. So talk us through, you know, be creating yourself as a coach. Well, you know what? Well, I tell you, I've been coached by some really good football coaches that people don't know about. Like I thought I had a really good, really football coach. My dad mm. was first, my first coach. Gotcha. Um, and then you know I had uh, uh, when I. You know, I had uh, Skeeter. That's my my little league coach, and I've been playing at Daytona Beach, spot one who was a phenomenal football coach for us. You know, then I went to another program in Port Orange where and I had Coach Gillian, I had Coach Shanta, I had Coach Freeman. You know, mm-hmm. and you know those guys also. Then you know, I think everywhere I've been, they've allowed me to be who I am, uh-huh. you know, and allow and, and and help me cultivate those those abilities that they saw in me. Yeah. Um, and then when I got to high school, you know, I, you know, I, my head coach is Coach Ronto. I continued that with Coach Lipson and Coach and Coach AB and Coach Rito. You know, so they 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 saw what I came out of middle school with. Yeah. And they came to high school, allowed me to be that person, allowed me to mature into that that person in the high school. And then obviously in college, you know, um, you know, with Coach Bowden and you know the way he coaches, you know, Coach Andrews, it's just, you know. And then, you know, the cerebral part of it, you know, with, with Kevin Steele, which I, I truly believe right now, you know, he showed me how to play the game at such a high level upstairs. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the part of it, right? Yeah. And so, and then also getting to the league, right? Johnny Holland, you know, is my coach uh, at the Texans, you know? And then, obviously, you have Coach Dungy and Coach Mixu was at Indianapolis with me. So, I do believe, like, I was continually surrounded with really good coaches. Yeah. You know? uh, that allowed me, you know, to, you know, again, to be who I was. So, 
you're, yep. you're better at this. Right. And you try to figure out who you are while taking some of those skills that we have um, and trying to cultivate that to who you are as a coach. Has that, how's that been for you? Because, you know, you've been at the high school level. You've been at the college level. You've been, you know, all these different stops. And now, so, like, taking even purely from schematics, right? Like you mentioned, playing, learning the game at a cerebral level and playing it at the ultimate level. Has it been right. difficult or just something you're very cognizant of? Hey, I might know X, Y, Z about, you know, 4-3 and 3-4, but I got high school kids that got to tackle first. Like, how's, how's that kind of push and pull been? Right between what you know and what you can actually get them to do. I think that's the, I think that's the one thing. That's the probably the probably the question that or the the topic that people want to talk about the most, right? Because it's like, yeah, you may know a whole lot, but what do you kids know? Yeah, right? yeah. What do functionally go out there and do and be able to compete at a high level, and that's mm. really kind. Of, I think that's one of those things where that comes down to relationships. Mm. You know, Yeah. And it took, you know, when we got here this past year, like, it took us about six weeks to figure out, okay, what can we do? Yeah. You know? Um, and again, that's because we're only here for some short period of time before we have to play a game. Right. But no, I do think that there's, that's the, that's probably the magic question. Like, okay, how much do you give them? What's more important, right? Mm-hmm. At all phases of the program, whether it be one year, five year, ten year, you may ask yourself, how do you create a program that allows them to Yeah. Play fearless, right? And I, and I think the fast and fearless is probably the most important thing about that because, again, I want kids to go compete at a high level. I want to play fast, but I want them to play without fear of mistakes. Yeah. And so, how do you get those kids to go play fearless is, is probably the, uh, again, it's probably the, you know, the question asked because, again, what's different with what's, what's schematic and also development of skill set, you mm-hmm. know? The the transition. I mean, because you've gone back and forth. You've been at all. You've been high school, college. You've you've made the transition back and forth. Is there right. something? Is there? You you mentioned relationships, and is it is it more difficult or easier at the high school level versus the college level to build those relationships, or does it all just come down to your skill set? Because you're such a personable person anyway. But is it a difference right. for you with the maturity level of some of the kids? I think so. I I, I think you know today it was, you know, 10 years ago, or even five years ago, right? Yeah. Um, but I do believe relationships are, have to be intimate, and they got to be believable, mm, right? Yeah. I think that's anything. Kids got to believe I really care about Yeah, they'll sniff you out if you're bad. phony. They'll sniff you out, for Absolutely. sure. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so that's, I do think both of those places really come down to do you really, are you really there for the kids and do the kids believe that you're there for them? Yeah. Is that easier or harder as the head guy now? You know, you've been a DC, you've been a positions coach. Is it easier or harder being kind of the overseer of everything? You, you 
Yeah. I think that's so important because, again, sometimes they look at you as, okay, you're just a guy sitting on the mountain over here. Right. 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 And I don't ever want my kids to believe, I don't ever want my kids to think that, like, I know my kids, I know who picks them up, you know, I know who drops them off, I know, you know, where yeah. they go, where they live, what they, you know, what they eat, you know. I make it my interest to know all of my kids, you mm. know. Uh, I think it's so important that they get it from me first. Yeah, right? yeah. Right program. So, no, I, I, it is, sometimes I think it's tough because I am doing a lot of other things that I wouldn't be doing as a just coach or a coordinator. Yeah. Right? But as you find, uh, with my program, I make it my business to stop doing those things to go be around my kids. Uh, it's, it's hard to, right? Sometimes it's like i got to get the checklist done, but the checklist really doesn't matter right. if the kid's miserable. Uh, great point. Correct. Great point. Is that something in your evaluation process of your staff, like in creating it and then, you know, as you move on, always adding and subtracting assistance? Is that personality component come in there, connectivity? Like a guy might know X's and O's, but, man, if he can't get the receivers to run it, it ain't going to work. I agree. And I'll tell you, I'm interviewing the coach right now. I interviewed him last week, and we're bringing him in this week to do the exact same thing. Like, I want to see you teach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to see you be around our kids. I need, I need to see that they're responding to you in the right way. Oh yeah, great, I, love it. I, yeah, I do. I, I, I think it's, I think it's so important that it's fit and that the kids are responding. Mm-hmm. You know, not reacting. It's a difference. Kids, you know, I don't want kids to react to you. I want kids to respond to you. So, no, I do think it's very important because again, you know, you got to make sure you, I got to protect, I got to protect my kids. Yeah. Has, has it been in the wins and losses department? I want to let you talk about some of the successes, too, that you guys were able to accomplish. Is it heavier as the head guy? I mean, obviously, you're competitive, right? You've always been competitive. So it, it's not like you were going home feeling great if you were losing as the position coach. But is it different as the head guy? No, I want to win. <laughs> Yeah. And you ask yourself when you're when you're in when you're in, in, in leadership of a bunch of people, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Right? I'm looking for our kids to grow and grow, right? Because the things that were taught in athletics and sport are are the same things that should be taught in life. Yep. We should take them into life, right? Yep. Yep, they have their eyes perk up a little bit, don't they?
you are doing right and showing your kids how to be good people because that's what our world needs. Yeah. Do our world need to, you know more cornerbacks to kill for 10,000 yards? Do they need to be great point. how our country works? Yep. Right? How did you share this vision that you have? How are you? How'd you share it, and how are you kind of holding them to it with the parents? Because I know, you know, you and I both know college parents still exist too, but high school, it's a whole other world of parent involvement. So, how are you navigating that? What was your philosophy going in? Just talked a little bit about approaching and and trying to utilize that partnership. Because I know it's easy for all of us coaches to to paint a picture of parents as like adversarial, but there's great parents too. There's great parents in college and high school that are helping the program. How's it been for you at this stop? You know what? I'll tell you when I first got here. Uh, they were they were really used to just kind of doing their own thing, you mm. know? and um, the word accountability was not a part of the program. And I believe in the high school program, especially accountability is it's a parent too. Yeah, because majority of kids don't drive, right? So right, right. Talk about being on time. That's accountable for our parents, just as well as our yep. our um, kids in our program. So when I first got here, there was some because they, you know, they thought being late and showing up when you felt like it was good enough. Mm-hmm. That's not because again, like we talked about the things that you learn in football or sport, certainly things you carry in life. Right. Being on time is something that is a trait that you carry until you leave the earth. Right. You know, so um, you know, at first there was there, and, and also for me, you know, I have kept I yep. shoot it straight. Now, yep. I've learned over the years that you have to shoot it straight with capacity. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that I have. You know, that Great I have, point. You know, yep. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's a player last coach, right? But and the last word that you know was accountability. The last word is standard. Mm. Standard. You know, they were used to doing what they wanted to do, and that's not the standard in our program. Our, we have a high standard, and everyone has to continue to want to reach that standard at a continuous level. Yeah. Love it. Because those are two things that if you're going to build a program and get people to commit, they have to understand those are two things that would never that would never go anywhere. Yeah. Accountability and the staff program, who, and who we are and what we do and why we do it. Right. So, but now, you know, uh, I, you know, my my kids and parents understand. Um, they like it because again, the things that they may not be teaching their kids at home, they're getting taught here. Yep. It's a partnership, right? So we're, we're each teaching lessons yeah, combined, right? Yeah. What talk about some of that growth? You know, you mentioned, and I love it, evaluating the program on growth and not just the scoreboard. So, where were the successes in year one? Dealing with all the stuff we've gone over, talk, brag about the program, brag about the kids, your staff. What were some good things at Mount Zion this year? Well, I'll tell you this year. I, I, I think I got an amazing administration who allowed me to be who I am. Mm. That's the first. Yeah. So, I think the next thing is, you know. Our kids, our kids didn't believe at first. Mm. And that's okay, because again, kids are kids, right? Yep. They didn't believe at They need some before. tangible evidence sometimes, yeah. Yes. And so we went through a five-week time we did that we didn't play, and that was the time that we were able to the build a relationship with our kids, because when I got here, I had three weeks. Yeah. And so with that five weeks for us was almost like it was a blessing for us, because it allowed us, A, you know, to filter out who we have, mm-hmm. who we can trust, you know, who can do what, 
Yeah. And then saw the benefit of that the last four games of the year. Mm. So, gotcha. You know, because they started seeing it, right? So they saw like, okay, coaches tell us are telling us the things. He believes these things, but we want to see more, right? Yeah. And so when they started committing to the program, and, and you know, we talk people talk about buying in. Like, I don't want you to buy in because then you can say you can buy out. I want you to commit to what we're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. So then, again, we had a really good stretch, you know, for three games that we did extremely well that allowed us to get to the playoffs in the first time in 11 years here. That's crazy. That's so awesome. They started to see it. And I'll be honest with you, um, even our coaches, who I didn't really know, they started to do it as well. So when they started to do it, again, I do believe that our coaches, we are the mirror that our kids look into every day. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when they started to say, okay, yeah, this is it. And they started sharing, and it was really a big help for our program moving forward in the latter part of the season that allowed us to get to where we wanted to get to. So that's awesome. Um, so yeah, it was it was uh, it was it was awesome. And then now we have a, we have a young team coming back, you know, and I'm really excited about them. Yeah. And uh, and so now those kids who are coming back have led the kids that joined us in January, February, and March. Yeah. So, I think anytime you can uh, describe a season with first time since, it's probably a good thing, right? First time since, and then right, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Hey, last thing, and I want—I will put this up on when we share the episode. Everybody listening, we'll put this up with the graphics when. So when you're after you get done okay. listening, talk about the growth. You, you mentioned growth, but growth needs to happen too with what the kids are able to use, how you're able to keep them safe. So talk about the fundraiser a little bit and how people can help pushing you guys forward. <laughs> it's another hat. Put yeah, that on, coach, dad, educator. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm the booster club guy. So <laughs> I go out and raise, I go out and raise as much money as I possibly can. Uh, I had a really you know, crazy thing, right? So I, I had a, I had a young lady who I taught when I was in Georgia prior to coming back out to Oregon, and uh, taught her in class. It's a wild story. And one day she came to my class and didn't want to work. I said, "That's not going to work here." Right? <laughs> yeah. So, Right. So I called her mom, and her mom was like, Coach, don't worry about it. I would do her and got home. And then her dad called me. Um, and so we talked. So she came back, and uh, it was apologetic, and we became friends. Okay. Um, the, the, the girls in my class uh, did awesome after that. And then her parents really liked the way I structured my class, how I did my class. And, uh, you know, they were really good. Mm. I, I haven't talked to a daughter in three years, and I told her about my about the situation by becoming down there, and they gifted me with fifteen thousand. Oh wow! My program off right, yeah, which is awesome. So we raised about twenty four thousand dollars in about three weeks. That's a hell of a booster club. I like it. Yeah, Self- I, you, know, <laughs> you know, and um, you know, Chris and Christine Murphy. You know, I man, listen, we didn't have anything here, so. They really did a phenomenal job of helping us start this program, get it off right, get the things we need to get in our program. And so that was really awesome for us. But there's always fundraising every year. Yep. You, know, you have to do it every year. So this particular fundraiser right now for us allows us to get our kids the proper equipment, you know, um, adequate food and, um, you know, drinks and, um, you know, protein for our kids to have. So mm-hmm. Strong throughout the year, you know, and it helps to put clothes. 
So right. it's kind of those, one of the fundraisers where it's, where it's, it's, uh, it's helping our kids all, in all facets, you know. And, I can uh, only imagine the equipment costs with, with football. Oh, you know what I mean? I can only, and it, you know, especially with the advancements and the safety awareness, you know, trying yeah. to get kids the best possible version of what they're wearing is important. Not just to look sweet. That's important too, but all the safety yeah. part's huge. So you know, we want to make sure everybody out there knows uh, the fundraiser and, and everything you guys are putting it towards involves the safety of the kids and even the protein. Like in football, you got to have some muscle. We got to be safe out here, right? <laughs> yeah. You got to lift every day. We got to have proper weights to lift. You know? Yep. Um, you know, we gotta, you know, we gotta have bands. You know, those things. And the things that for us, I, I get. You know, we've been gifted. You know, uh, with a lot of good things. You know, from Chris and Christine, and um, you know, but uh, you know, again, we we want to have everyone help us in some way, and every dollar counts. You know, that's yep. big. Like I tell everybody, like you don't have to give a thousand bucks. You know, you give right. one dollar. You know, because that's one dollar more than I had yesterday. Right. And that's one dollar more my kids had. So we, you know, we just uh, we just ask anybody if you want to if you want to help us. You know, we'll you know we'll feel free to receive anything that you want to give uh our kids we have really good kids like i think the one of the things that we did here kim is that you know we got our, we got to put our guys in platoon so you know academically and mm. like our gpa when i first got here was like 2.3 you know mm-hmm. over this over this over this year the first semester like we raised our gpa to 3.4 oh, that's amazing you know? so our, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right? Absolutely. Every A is a thousands of dollars for sure. Love it, man. And we'll get make sure all the listeners cross the streams. We'll have it in the comments on our Twitter, on our Instagram, uh, when we when we post the episode with Coach, and, and make sure you give what you can. Well, I appreciate you, man. Always, I miss our I miss our office visits, but this was just as good, probably just as long too. expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests.